Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome to Drummer Daily. Here's my dad, Daniel Hathaway. Hey there, welcome back for more Drummer Daily. Um, I'm going to get right to the point today because I know that yesterday on the podcast I... Uh, I kind of promised a continuation of a discussion we started yesterday, and I don't want to uh, hold you up if you're just foaming at the mouth of rabid to get this um, to get this information. Uh, I hope I didn't offend anybody. If you have rabies, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend you. I don't, is that a thing anymore? Do people get? I guess I guess animals get it, so that could be a topic. So I'm sorry I mentioned rabies to begin with, man. I might have put my foot in my mouth there, uh, so please don't send me angry emails. There was no offense intended there. Um, if you or a family member has been affected by rabies, um, anyway, man, how did I get off the rails there? I don't know, uh, but anyway. So today, um, I wanted to talk to you about something that I have coined the two-thirds rule. Now, the two-thirds rule is basically this. Now, this is a way that I like to uh, help drummers, and this is something that I even think I even still incorporate into my playing every day, um, but it's a way to kind of make, allow yourself to, to hopefully be a little more spontaneous. Um, I've, I've worked with some drummers recently who've said things like, uh, man, I feel like, I feel like I, you know, I don't think about a drum fill until I get there, and then when I get there, I only play the same thing every time because it's all I can think of in the moment. Um, which is, man, that's, or, or I, I don't feel like I can, uh, be creative with the ghost notes that I play on the snare and a beat because, um, you know, I'm just, I always do the same thing. So, um, this, the two thirds rule is something that I, that I kind of, uh, and this is probably not my original idea. I, I didn't get this from anyone else, but I'm sure that I'm not original that someone else has, has thought of this before. Um, so the two thirds rule is basically this. Um, for most of us, 90% of the time, uh, when we're playing the drums, we have three limbs moving. We're playing, let's just say kick, snare, and hat. Uh, normally our left foot's not, not doing much, uh, you know, most of the time it's not, you know, there's, there's, there's sometimes all four limbs are doing stuff, but we're just going to stick with three for now. Makes it more simple. Um, so, um, so we're playing kick, snare, hat, let's say. So we got three limbs moving. So the two-thirds rule basically is this. My goal with anything I'm playing um, is to get to where two of those three limbs that are moving play, or two of those, yeah, two of those three limbs that are moving playing a drum part are kind of on autopilot. They're locked in or they're kind of doing their thing without me having to think about it. Um, and and it, 
the most basic level of this, this goes for the entire pattern you're playing. So let's say you can get your, let's say you can get your kick drum foot and your hi-hat hand kind of locked in on autopilot. You're playing something really simple that doesn't need you to think about it. It doesn't require you to think about it at all. Well, then what, what I would say is that that other third, that snare drum hand, uh, then gets a majority of your focus and attention. What can you do differently now that you're only thinking about that one thing? You can think about different patterns you can play. You're going to double up with the, with the hi-hat at certain times and then fill in 16th notes. There's a lot of things you can do. Or maybe the, the, the hi-hat and the snare are kind of on autopilot, and it gives you a chance to focus on the kick um, as at the pattern level. At the overall pattern, you just kind of stick with that. Um, now, one thing I'll say is that that's kind of the first, the first level of this. But um, once you can kind of do it at the pattern level, um, what I try to do is actually, I try to do this at the individual hit level. So every individual kind of subdivision of a pattern, so every eighth note or 16th note, I try to make, um, I try to make each one of those, I think, what, what are the two of the three things I'm hitting this note that I can zone out on, not zone out on, you know what I mean, kind of put on autopilot, where I'm only thinking about one thing. So if I'm playing a pattern, it's like, doom, dat, doom, doom, dat. Doom. Every single one of those hits, I'm thinking about one piece of that. So the downbeat with the kick, I'm obviously thinking about just the kick. And then I'm thinking about the snare when I'm hitting the snare. And there's a couple of hits in that pattern where there's just the hi-hat playing. So then I just think about the hi-hat. So it's like, what's the one thing that's landing on each of those beats? It's kind of the featured element. Can I can I shift my mindset for each of those in that moment? Um, and if, if I can do that, I can actually choose to kind of place things on the groove in a certain way that can make the feel of the overall pattern greatly, like greatly enhanced. So like I can, it can, it can feel like I'm really grooving by focusing on those individual hits, but only one part of that hit or one part of that beat in each hit. I hope this isn't too confusing. I'm not, I'm not trying to make it confusing. Um, but just think about that at any given moment, any given division of a pattern that you're playing is there a way to maybe think about what is the one most important element of what I'm playing in this moment and focus on placing that both rhythmically but also dynamically in the way that serves the overall pattern as a whole? Um, I, I've talked a lot recently about what I call microdynamics. So it's the, it's, the, it's the dynamic within the dynamic of how loud you're playing overall. It's uh, does that hi-hat symbol, the eighth notes that you're playing, slowly swell up at the end of every measure and then dive back down? And does it kind of snake up and down dynamically? Or maybe the ghost notes you're playing, there, there's more than one, there's more than two volumes for your, for your snare drum. It's not just quiet ghost notes and then big hard hits. There's all these different varying levels of dynamics within the pattern you can play. Um, once you kind of get this two-thirds idea, this two-thirds rule idea down, it opens up the ability for you to start thinking about things like that. A little more uh, in depth, um, and it doesn't have to be confusing. That's the thing. Like the dr- drumming, like this, doesn't have to be like, um, you know, where it's just a, a chore and, you, and 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 it just clicks for you one day, or it doesn't. You can actually there actually are kind of gradual baby steps you can work you can use to work yourself into getting there. Um, and I think this idea of the two thirds rule, starting at the pattern level as a whole, and then slowly thinking, how can I leverage that same idea or concept into something more fine tuned and detailed slowly over time, where I apply that same rule to just something a little bit smaller. Um, and then, you know, you get into 16th notes doing the same thing or whatever it is. Um, 
the possibilities are endless. But I love I love concepts like that that um, you can take with you as as you advance as a drummer. Um, and we never stop advancing, by the way. Um, I'm not saying you like I'm not I'm still working on getting better myself. So trust me, I don't mean that this way. Um, uh, I, I love rules though, or ideas like that that you can start at a very basic level and use. But then as we improve as drummers, we can keep using it in a way that continues to push us forward and have more control over our drumming. And that's the biggest thing I think that I see in other drummers is the desire for control over patterns. Exactly where you place things. Exactly where how loud you are at any given moment. The dynamics within the groove. Things like that. Um, so think about that. Two-thirds rule. Um, and how you can apply it to your own drumming. Uh, I hope this helps you a little bit and is a good continuation of, uh, of last or the last episode, yesterday's episode. And I promise that if you continue listening to this podcast, um, ongoing that I will do my best to never mention rabies again. All right. Thanks for joining me and we'll talk again soon. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 